Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Happy Health Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Catanio. Each week, we'll discuss all things to make you happier and healthier. Hope you enjoy the show. Hey, everyone. It's Amy Catanio, and welcome back to the Happy Health Podcast. Today, I want to talk about the 10 things you can start working on today to start creating happiness in your life. I think most people assume that happiness is this obscure thing that we can't reach or one day we're going to find our like happiness switch. Like we think it's like one day you're unhappy and then you find this holy grail and all of a sudden you can switch it to happy and ta-da, you're done. Like, And I, I personally, of course, it's just my opinion, but I just don't think that is the case at all. I think you work on it day in and day out and you slowly but surely start getting better at it like anything else like any other skill like it's like playing the piano when you first start most of us are not you know coming out like piano geniuses we we suck at it and then we get we practice and we practice and you get better and better and better but what happens if you stop practicing you don't get better right so it's it's like anything else it's like working out it's like eating healthy it's like a skill that you learn for work it's i promise you it's like everything else but we just don't think of it like that we think of it like you know like we think of i don't even know what to compare it to because i don't think there's anything in life that if you don't work on it that you don't get better <laughs> i think there's and correct me if i'm wrong if you send me a message and say hey amy this is this is something that i think you you just you have and it's just great i most things i think you you have to work on and that's how they improve and happiness is no different so each of these 10 things i honestly think could be a podcast by itself but i'm just going to briefly go through it so you can start today it's is something simple and just just take note of the things that you're doing that you're not doing uh, or that you can add and don't get overwhelmed by it i think a lot of times like like many other things in our life, we hear the steps and we're like, that is so much, right? And just because something is simple doesn't make it easy. And I think that pushes people away from from growing a lot. So just find a couple of things on the list that you want to, you know, you want to start tomorrow, today, and just take it piecemeal, okay? So the first one is self-talk. So this basically means all the stuff that we tell ourselves. So you can have positive self-talk, you can have negative self-talk, and you can have kind of just in between. And I think a lot of times people have all this negative self-talk. And if we were to write down all the things that we say to ourselves on a day-to-day basis, we you'd probably be pretty shocked. Or think of it like this. If you were to say those things to your significant other or your best friend or your child like how would would like would you would you would you actually say those things like uh for example let's say you're overweight and every time you're getting dressed and you're you're looking in the mirror in the bathroom you're like oh my gosh you're such a fat ass and that's not an exaggeration i know people have said that i've done enough nutrition coaching and coaching in general that i know people are saying these things to themselves and what do you think that does to your your psyche? Like, what do you think that does to your confidence when you say that? And would you say that to your child? Or would you say that to your significant other every time they get ready? Oh, you're such a fat ass. One, you'd probably <laughs> consider it an a-hole for doing that. And two, that person probably wouldn't want to be around you. So if you're saying your, those things to yourself day in, day out, it's almost like you don't even want to be around yourself. And I think that's why a lot of times people are like, I struggle with confidence. It's because you're, you're being a 
you know, you're being, I'm trying not to curse. You're you're being an a-hole to yourself. Um, So just think about the things that you're saying and, and start switching them. So let's go back to the overweight example. I'm not saying that, you know, like I know me and my husband have gotten to this thing. He's like, well, sometimes being hard on yourself pushes you to do better. 100%. I'm not saying not to to ever just be like, oh no, like let's say you're you're a hundred pounds overweight. That's unhealthy for your body. So I'm not saying that you could be like, oh, you know, I'm not overweight. That's not the opposite of what I'm saying. I'm saying to say, okay, I there's things I need to work on. I'm gonna work on this. And then like actually work on it, right? And that's that's later on in my list. But you don't need to look at yourself in the mirror and say, I am a fat ass. You just say there are things I need to work on to make my body better right? That's a completely different thing. That's not saying I am beautiful and I don't need to lose weight when you, you, you may need to lose weight. It just, it's just a, a, a thing of switching it around and being more positive and encouraging and inspiring to yourself so that you can actually go out and do those things and not be like, well, you know, this, this person is just going to fail because, you know, you, you've basically beat down your own confidence. And, you may be thinking, well, that's not actually what's happening. But if you take a step back, you don't even realize that's what's happening because it's become such the norm for you to say those things to yourself. So self-talk is the first one. Start watching out what you say to yourself. Okay, number two, I love journaling. So journaling can be, I'll give you a, a couple of examples. But basically what I mean by this is just taking five minutes. Don't overcomplicate it. Don't make it into something bigger and grander because I know so many people are going to be like, I don't have time. Amy, you don't understand. I have all this on my plate already. No, we're just talking five minutes. Not even. Two to three minutes. Quick. And you could, it can literally just be a regular notebook that you just, uh, and there's a couple of ways you can do this. So I know some people just need to vent. You know, you're, you're stressed and you just need to get it out and just write you know, and just sit there and write and do things that will help you get all the emotions out on the page. And just that can be very, very therapeutic. Okay. Um, Another thing is a gratitude journal. So that's actually something that I do. It's actually a gratitude slash goal journal. It's by Rachel Hollis. I don't know if you guys are uh, familiar with her. She's the one who wrote Girl, Wash Your Face and Girl, Stop Apologizing. She also has a whole bunch of other stuff. She's amazing if you don't follow her. But Anyway, so she puts out every quarter, she puts out, a, um, I can't remember, I think it's, it's actually called a, a gold journal, but uh, it's, it's very simple. So you don't even need to buy this. You can just literally just do this in a regular notebook, but I just like pretty things. So I always, <laughs> I always buy it. Um, so it just, it has at the top of the page, it says three things I'm grateful for. And then it has 10, 10 goals I'm working on. Uh, and we, basically every day you write in there. And it could be the same thing. It could be different things. And just taking a moment to find gratitude just takes makes you take a step back and think of all the things in your life that actually are going really, really well. And you may find this hard. Uh, in the beginning, you may be like, I am grateful for, you know, that I had lunch today or uh, I am grateful that, you know, you just might find like very superficial things. And then you start going a little deeper. But even if it is like, small things it doesn't matter it's just a matter of like taking a taking the time to 
take a second and just appreciate what you have. And then there's people that want to do like prayer, meditation, Bible journaling. And I think that's fantastic. That's not something that um, resonates with me personally, but I know people that do it that find it so therapeutic, so amazing. So whatever floats your boat, right? So make it your own. Make If you're somebody that needs guidance, there's like a million gratitude journals you can go. I'm I'm sure Amazon has like a million of them. I know Target has them. Staples. You can go to Rachel Hollis. I think hers are sold out already. And she only um, drops them every quarter. Uh, But there's there's so many resources. Or you can just grab a notebook and just do use that. Right. And just you can find prompts. I'm sure like if you need if you need something to help you get going. But that's going to just help you self-reflect a little bit or get out uh, frustrations or find appreciation. I I think uh, journaling is something that's personal and that you will do it in a way that works best for you. Okay. Number three is feed your mind. So once we, we, if we're working on the self-talk, right, and we're starting and you're finding it hard to turn it around and work on the positive, or if you're finding it hard to find things to journal that you appreciate, I think feeding your mind with inspiration and motivation and learning is such a great way because there's so much negativity in the world right now. And I'm not saying not to pay attention to that. I think it's important to to know what's going on. But if you're constantly like, the um I always get and I'm not gonna say names but I have a person in my life that watches the news constantly and the news is so negative all the time all the time like that obviously has gets ratings that they just say all the bad stuff uh and it's just like that can be very draining on you so if you use things like podcasts if you're listening you're obviously somebody that's doing that already uh but just there's a million podcasts there's I love audiobooks I actually don't listen to music in the car very rarely listen to music I won't say ever uh but I I prefer to listen to podcasts or to audiobooks uh or just to um just to like listen to, you know, motivational videos on YouTube. There's so many different things that you can find. And I think that just brings you, it starts um, training your brain to think differently. And a lot of times you don't need to focus on it 100%. So don't think that you need to sit there and like be 100% present. Just having it on in the background, there, there are literally studies that show this can do wonders for your brain. You're going to get some of it. So I like to like while I'm listening to, um, I mean, while I'm washing dishes or doing the laundry or even in the shower, I have a Bluetooth <laughs> speaker that I bring into my my bathroom and I listen to while I'm in the shower. So if you're somebody that's like, I don't have time to do that, there are pockets of time throughout your day that you can find. I promise you, if you're somebody that's in the car, if you're some, if you take a shower, most of us take a shower. It takes 10 minutes, even if it's a 10 minute shower, that's 10 minutes a day that you're getting uh, of something that could feed your mind. And a couple of ones that are my favorite, just like motivational people are Les Brown. I think he's amazing. Uh, Tony Robbins, of course, if you if you follow me and my husband, you know we're obsessed with Tony Robbins. We go to all his events. Uh, Brendan Bouchard, he's somebody that I just uh, recently got into, and I am obsessed. I'm reading his book, uh, 
um, the, oh my gosh, what is it called? The Life, Life's Golden Ticket. And it's a novel, but it's, um, it's like a, I don't know how to explain it. It's like, there's like a moral to the story. It's not just like, you know, like, I mean, I love novels, like just not fiction, but it's more like there's like a, a point to it. Um, and then he also has high performance habits. I'm going to be honest, I haven't started that yet. I have it, but I have his high performance journal, which I probably should have mentioned in number two, but <laughs> that's something that um, I do daily and it's amazing. And it's just a way to track all the things that are going on. So there are so many different things that you can do to start feeding your mind and start seeing the world a little differently and um, changing how you feel about yourself. I think um, Les Brown is amazing. One one of my favorites, uh, and there was a time when I was kind of like transitioning um, from like gaining all this weight and like starting a new business. And I was just like, I had all this like ah, in my head. And I, I swear to God, I listen to this thing every single day. Like, I'm not even kidding you. I listen to it every single day, and it's like 40 minutes long. It And I would put it on the shower and while I was getting ready. And it's called I'm Possible uh, by Les Brown. It is amazing. So put that on your list. It's on YouTube. You can find it. And what's great, all this stuff is free. Pretty much all this stuff is free. So it's if it's something you can start tomorrow or today, like literally today. Uh, so, okay, so that's number three. Number four is set goals. So you are either moving forward or you're going backwards. Uh, there's, there's, it's hard to stay in one place. And I think it's almost impossible to stay in one place. So setting goals kind of helps you push to be a better. And it doesn't, it, it could be for anything. I don't care what it's for. It could be, I'm going to set a goal at work. I'm going to set a goal to fix up something in my house. Just having something to work on. I think, you know, instead of just going through the motions every day, like day in and day out, that becomes so mundane and like boring. And it's just like, oh, and of course, you're not going to be happy if, if you're going through life like that. So setting a goal and and just it could be like the smallest thing on the face of this planet. It could be I'm trying to think of something small that would be um, I can't even think of anything, but just just something small that. And start there and just see how you'd be like, oh, I accomplished that. That was cool. Or just like, it could be like picking up a hobby. And that's, and you may be thinking that's not technically a goal, but it could be. Let's say you're, I'm an, I love scrapbooking. My husband makes fun of me for it because he says, he's like, are you an 80 year old lady? I, I don't care. It brings me so much joy. I love it. It, it's very um, therapeutic and like how you just, it gets my creative juices flowing and I just love like picking the colors and the pictures and I put on a movie or music and I just sit there and I think I have I don't do it a lot but when I do it I just have a goal okay I'm gonna finish one page right and that may not sound a lot I know people that are avid avid uh scrapbookers and they could do one page in like five minutes uh but for me that I don't do it a lot it takes me a long time and it just, it just for me, I'm like, oh, boom, one, one page done. And it, that's it. Or you can set a, a bigger goal. You can set like a marathon or a big goal at work or, uh, you know, planning that dream vacation and like saving up for it. So it may take you a couple of years, whatever it is, start setting goals and moving towards. Cause I think when you start accomplishing things and, 
and seeing getting small wins, big wins, bigger wins. That's how you start becoming, you know, you start feeling more confident, you start getting happier, right? Because you're like, wow, look, look at all these things I accomplished. And they kind of add up. So uh, I, like I said, I, I would, I'm going to go deeper into that in a, in a couple of podcasts, but just start thinking of like what things you want to accomplish. And it does not have to be big, major things It could be small and just start there. Okay. Number five, I would say helping others or giving. So I think it's really important to help when you can. And that could be in any capacity. So some of us have the means to help financially and some of us don't. And that doesn't mean that you you have to do it in that way. It doesn't mean that you have to give a lot. But I think just just helping when you can. Like um, whenever, and I, I almost, I literally never post about this because I don't do it to get attention. And I'm purely sharing this just because I want to help you guys. But I almost always will help somebody. Like I can't, I, if I'm out in the world, like right now, like yesterday, I spent the whole day in the house. I just didn't really have anything to do outside. But if I'm out and I see somebody that needs help, I'm going to help them. And it's not like I'm like searching for it, but like just like little things. And it's hard to explain because I, you get to a point where you just notice it because it's just part of your, it's just part of your radar. And if you're, if you're not, in that mood, in that, uh, in that mode to notice it, it's like you're oblivious to it. You know what I mean? It's like when you, when you get a new car and you never see that car. And then the second you get that car, you see it everywhere. I think helping people and giving is the same way. Like if you're not in the, the, um, if you haven't worked on doing it, you don't think to do it and you don't see people that need the help because you're not even thinking about it. But so like if I see somebody that drops something on the floor or um, the other day I was in a store and I honestly don't even remember the, the conversation, but the the guy needed a dollar and the cashier was like, no, you need to refund this and we're going to do this and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, it's just a dollar. Do we really need to do this whole transaction again? And they were almost it was getting heated. And I was like, do you just need a dollar? And I just gave him a dollar. And it's like little things like that, that. It's it takes nothing for you to do it, but it makes such a difference in that person's life. And you start doing these things slowly and doing them without posting them on social media. So that's kind of a pet peeve of mine. And I know <laughs> probably getting people are probably getting pissed, but when people pay things forward, like you know, I know you do that. People do that at Starbucks all the time. Like I think. And again, don't come after me for this, but I think posting it on Facebook kind of negates it, um, especially if you're just doing it to say, hey, look at me. I did something. Uh, I It's just uh, if you guys watch Friends, <laughs> it reminds me of Friends. Friends is my favorite TV show of all time. And Joey was saying that there's no selfish act because it makes you feel good. And that's that's 100 percent true. I think I think there's when I, I like helping people because when I do like seeing the joy that that one little thing helps um, brings um, the joy that that brings to that person. But it also makes me feel good. So I'm not going to lie. But I think when you put it on Facebook, it kind of negates it. But I'm, I'm getting off topic. Anyway, I think you should just um, do little things like that and just start noticing and make it like a, a quick exercise that you can do is once a day, find one person you can help and without any strings, any strings. So like if 
um, that's why I think it's easier to do with a stranger. Because with a stranger, if you help them out in the world, you, you won't see them again. So you're not expecting anything back in return. While with a family member, you might be like, I did the dishes for you. Remember that? You better do something. <laughs> so I think... I think it's easier if you're not in the mode of doing this to do it with a stranger <laughs> because then you can you can just help them and move on with your day. And it's with anything. It's like if somebody needs to, you know, you know, when you're walking into the store and you see somebody that's like 20, 30 feet, just like waiting, you know, like we're not that much in a rush. It's like 10 seconds. You'll be OK. Waiting and holding the door for them. And even if that person is a complete jerk and does not say thank you when you hold the door. Don't worry about it. Remember, you're not you're not doing it. You're doing it for both, for that person and for you. But you don't know if that person had a, a crappy day and that's why they didn't say thank you or or you don't know their story. So just you did it, move on, boom, done. And and do this over time and I'm telling you it brings so much joy. It's it's the, literally the reason why I do what I do. I am like addicted to helping people. I cannot like, I love it when somebody's like, okay, I need help with this. And I'm like, yes, what can I do to help? It's like, it gets you like a high. It's, it's, it's incredible. Okay. Number six is learn to let it go. So this one is huge. I think we hold on to so many things that at the end of the day, don't matter. Uh, one of the things I always say to my husband, and I think it drives him a little bonkers, <laughs> is I'm like, if is this going to stress you out in five years? Are you going to care about this in five years? If not, let's vent about it and move on. That's it. <laughs> and he's always like, blah, blah. So, and I, th- I think it's true. Like a lot of times we get so um, fed up with all the things happening um, and all the things going on in our life that we we forget that a lot of these things are so trivial that you're not going to even remember that it happened like in five years, like not even like a year from now, probably not even a month for certain things. So if it's that small or if it's that like just like whatever, just let it go, you know, and try to look at such and with that, let it go. Looking at situations for what they are and not for more than what they are. Right. You know, like if somebody um, if you send the text to somebody and they send it back and in this day and age, like with the emojis and the punctuation, it's very easy to read into a text and be like, this person said it with an attitude or this person said that. You don't know. Maybe that person was just typing quick and didn't have time for all the fluff. Right. Like you have no idea. Or maybe the person is pissed, but it's better to actually approach the person and find out instead of like building it up in your head and making it more than what it is until you actually know what it is, right? So part of that letting go is, you know, getting more information and waiting till it's you actually have all the pieces in place to make a decision and not just like, you know, building this thing up and you get so stressed and then you're like tearing your hair out for, for something that's not that big of a deal. Okay, number seven is making sure let's see one two three four five six number seven is if i if i get off track it's okay uh is schedule work or i mean schedule joy or fun so i think we get so bogged down into doing things that we're supposed to do that we forget things 
to do things that we want to do. And I think by scheduling them and actually sticking to the schedule, you will find that it becomes much easier to do them without having to basically push yourself into doing it. And that could be anything. That could be scheduling a massage. It could be um, going to the movies by yourself. I love going to the movies by myself. I love going to the movies with people too, but sometimes I just want to go like um, for, what was the last movie I saw by myself? It's actually, it's actually been a while. Uh, Ready Player One. I read the book, loved it. Loved it, loved it, loved it. I don't think anybody that I knew had read the book or and. I just wanted to, like, I mean, I didn't, like, do a Facebook post about it, but I just wanted to, like, my immediate family, I was like, okay, no, nobody has seen it. I just want to go see the movie. So I just went, and I went, like, on a Tuesday. So, and it was just so great just to be able to go and, and do it. And I think we forget that it's okay to have fun. It's not selfish. It's not silly. It's not, um, it's, it's weird. It's like, as, as adults, we think that fun and joy is, like, almost like beneath us like if we're if we do it's like oh that's immature or like oh no 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 you gotta be a responsible adult and it's like no we could we can take an hour or so or or whatever you know a week a month to just have fun like what are we here for if we're like what are we working so hard for what are you busting your butt day in and day out if not to enjoy the things around you and the things that we have at our disposal, like it's just, it's crazy to me. So like, just start scheduling it. And it, like I said, it could be anything. You don't have to overcomplicate it. Okay. Uh, next one is, let me see if I got these right. The self-talk was one, journal was two, feed your mind was three, set goals was four, help others was five, learn to let it go six, schedule fun was seven. Ah, there we go. And workout was is eight. Okay, so I think working out is incredibly important, and I'm not just saying this because I own a gym. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's it one it like releases endorphins, and I'm not gonna go through all into the science of it, but it just helps you feel better. It, and don't again, don't overcomplicate it. I think so many people are like, well, I can't start working out because I don't know how many days to work out. I don't know what, what muscle groups to work out. I don't know how to do my splits. I don't know what gym to go at. What's the best workout? Should I do hit cardio? Should should I do weight training? Should I do this? Should I do a, a yoga? I need to stretch. Like, just start. Like, literally just get up and start walking. Go outside. Like, if you're, if you're at that point, if you have no clue what to do, just put on some sne- shoes, put on some sneakers. And go out there and start walking and just do it for 10 minutes. Like, don't overcomplicate it. Just start moving. For me personally, when I don't work out, I almost feel jittery. Um, it's it's weird. Like, you just, you do get used to it. Your body gets used to it. You just feel so much better. And obviously, this is called the Happy Health Podcast. I think it just in in terms of your health, uh, working out is, there's just no contest on how amazing that is for you. So, Again, don't overcomplicate it. Just pick something and go for it. And then try it out. Like, also do fun things for working out. Like, I love rock climbing. And I'm not saying to go start rock climbing. I'm just saying those are fun things. Like, uh, I love rollerblading. Um, I'm trying to think what other fun things. Whatever you find fun, like a trampoline park. Uh, just going to, like, those. Uh, we have, like, a Ninja Warrior type 
place in in my area things like that are just fun and who cares if you can't do it all and who cares if you if you fall or it you just can't do all the things like that again like that's that's all adult stuff I, I think as kids we're, we're all about it we're like get in there and do it and just have fun and who cares if we fall and all this stuff like we we get so wrapped up in that just just do it for fun and just start okay don't overcomplicate it number nine I think is eat well uh again this is a whole podcast and plus 12 <laughs> on itself but um just start somewhere right like just why um my husband is uh, working on a a contest at our gym right now and it's it's working on habits and for one week all you have to do is you start with one habit and for so many people that seems it seems slow you're like no 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 I just want to know everything just tell me exactly what to eat right now and I'll change everything but most of us won't I mean it's not at the end of the day we know what to eat right we know broccoli good fries bad but, but we don't so just just start I think when you when you feel like crap it's it's hard to for your mind if your body feels like crap it's hard for your mind to feel good and it does affect like if you've ever if you've had to cut out sugar for like a week and then had something really sugary you can literally feel it in your head like you feel like out of you know unfocused and just like out of whack so just think about like those moments um and and how like if you slowly but surely started to eat well how much better you would feel so again i'm gonna go through what things you should do but for right now just that's one of the things we want to work on okay and last but not least I want you to start resting so so many of us get not enough sleep so ideally you should have seven to nine hours of sleep and it should be a restful sleep and of course there's a million reasons why you're not sleeping obviously just based off what I do I use essential oils to help so that I always have a restful sleep. I put essential oils. My One of my favorite is called Serenity. I put that in my diffuser every single night. And I end my day with a little journaling. And then I read a little bit. And sometimes it's nonfiction. Sometimes it's fiction. And I have the Serenity on. And it's kind of just quieting my mind. And doing that is so peaceful. And it just kind of puts you in, in a Zen state. And it's just so important for your body, especially if you're somebody that's super stressed, that's busy all the time, that's go, 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 go. Resting is more important than you can ever imagine. And it's so underrated. And I think people don't even think about it when it when it comes to their happiness and to their health about like how important resting actually is. And I think it's something that if that's if you're not getting seven to nine hours of sleep, that you you need to take a step back and look at what you what you can do to to help that. And if you I know some people are going to be like Amy I can't by all means please message me in and tell me what you're struggling with so I can talk to you about it. I mean a lot of people and I'm I'm not just saying like essential oil wise. I'm saying like restructuring things in your life so that you actually can and it's not something like let's say you're you're getting six hours of sleep because you have to take your kids um to school and then you get out you have to do all these things at night like I know there's things in your life that are not going to be like tomorrow you're like okay done those are all out but over time and I'm, I'm saying this from experience from people that I've coached 
it, it's possible. We just sometimes it takes um, stepping back or somebody else to look at it and, and say, hey, have you considered doing this? I was literally just listening to Les Brown, one of the people that I mentioned earlier. Uh, I was working on something and I just like having his voice on in the background. I know that sounds weird, but uh, and he was saying that you can't see the picture if you're standing in the frame. And I think that goes for a lot of things and it goes for rest as well. It, it just if you're in in the frame and you're you're seeing that you can't see what somebody that's looking at the picture can see it can see. And it, it takes like um, somebody stepping back or you stepping back. And that's why coaches are so important to be able to say like, oh, hey, did you notice that this is actually occurring? And if you move this around and you did that, this could change that. Right. Like and it's just um, it's something that most of us don't realize it's it's happening because we're in the picture. So take that take, you know, take that in and let that ruminate and uh see how that feels. So I want to recap the 10 things. So we have self-talk. We want to change it from negative to positive. We have journaling. That could be gratitude. That could be just venting. That could be a prayer journal. Uh, could be the Brendan Burchard journal. All right. Number three is feeding your mind with, you know, inspiration, motivation, just non-negative stuff. And that can be whatever you want. Set goals, again, whatever in whatever capacity, big, small, just move forward so that you feel like you're not stagnant and you're actually going towards something and you're living life and accomplishing stuff. Number five is helping others or giving, just finding moments where you can give somebody something or help them with something. And it's the smallest little things. I'm telling you, they stack up. So just start being more aware of it. And number six is learn to let it go and not in seeing situations for what they are and not more than what they are. Number seven is schedule some fun and joy and just making sure that you you're you know, you're here. We have one time, one life. So uh, make the best out of it and don't wait for a year from now to do something. Schedule it this month. Then number I lost track. <laughs> Number seven is working out. Uh, work out in any capacity, whether you join a gym, whether you find the class, whether you're uh, doing rock climbing. There are rock climbing classes if you want to do that. And uh, just start moving. And number nine is, oh, I definitely lost track. Whatever. Next one is eating well and just, you know, doing that slowly but surely. And then last but not least, we have rest. And I'm pretty sure that it was either nine or ten, but whatever. You guys got the point. <laughs> and that's I'll give you a bonus one. And this is my motto for 2019: is done is better than perfect. So I know some of you guys are anal as hell, and so I used to be, and it got me a whole lot of nothing. So I don't know if I did. I said nine or ten. <laughs> honestly, but it doesn't matter because I got my points across. I said everything I wanted to say. So done is better than perfect. And I think that's it. So I will see you guys next time. My next podcast will be an interview. I already have my interview lined up and it is somebody that I absolutely find amazing. He's helped me so, 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 so much. And I can't wait for here for you guys to hear more about what he does and why. So tune in next week and I will see you then.
Thank you so much for listening. If you are enjoying the show so far, it would mean the world to me if you could take a moment to write a review. Also, subscribe on the platform of your choice to get updated on the next episode. The Happy Health Podcast is now on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and all other major podcast platforms.